The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast your twice weekly progressive politics and current events podcast and we are coming at you live from the state where homes tend to smell like lavender oil and funeral potatoes (laughs) thanks thanks to my wife for coming up with that one this week (laughs) Uh, this is episode number 169 i'm x your host as always and joining me this episode are uh kyle steamlick and felicia entwistle hello what have you guys been up to I mean, it's been a while since we've had you on the intros. <laughs> I unclogged the uh, bathtub drain today. Did you buy one of those I'm... like zipper things that you stick yeah. down in it and pull out? Oh, yeah. those are magic. Uh, it's gross, I'm, but they're I'm magic. Pretty sure that it was a creature, a hair creature. It's like the size of a rat. It's like a rat that comes yeah, out of your pipe. It was huge. It was horrifying. <laughs> it was horrifying. And it was horrifying. And ratifying it was weird um but it brains real nice now and i did that so oh and we bought industrial like drain cleaner serious drain cleaner for the sink mm-hmm. i yeah, wore it, eye protection and yeah gloves i was gonna say when, when it says eye protection and gloves do that because i, I didn't did. one time <laughs> no i don't fuck around and my sister's like you're paranoid i'm like no i'm fuck- i'm not no, going I, to the hospital today is what i, I got that stuff on my hand and it burned like immediately like oh yeah. fuck ouch <laughs> not fucking around it, yeah. and my mom like went to peel like the safety thing off with her i'm like don't, don't, don't you touch it <laughs> like she wearing gloves I'm like no 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 it's double bagged for a reason yeah yeah it came in a bag you have to put it back in the bag and like it says lock it up and i'm like I don't have anywhere to lock it. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. That shit is no joke. Mm-hmm. Kyle, anything <laughs> interesting happened for you this week? Anything? I uh, so it. Oh, today you got to go see today. a movie. You got to go see a movie. I, I, <laughs> I, I did get to go see a movie. Um, <laughs> go to his rants and reels on YouTube. Oh god. Yeah. So He's so mad, guys. He's so mad. <laughs> How do you make? Yeah. It's boring. <laughs> it's yeah. It, I don't get it. I, and Dakota I Johnson. See, I'm tired of seeing you. <laughs> I had to go see um, the third and final Fifty Shades movie. Uh, <laughs> these are just some of the worst movies I've, I have they, ever seen. And they release them on Valentine's Day every year. Bastards. They're so. So bad. 
I wish Deadpool was out already. I, I liked how that came out for, for Valentine's <laughs> Day a couple great, of years ago. <laughs> apparently, according to women, their preferred movie was Deadpool. And I don't blame them. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Happy we were... International Women's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was great. Uh, in the store today, <laughs> I pointed out a bottle of, of Ajax to my sister, and we both <laughs> leaned our pelvises in and went, Francis! Francis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So, uh, not a good movie, eh? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's not a, it is not a good movie. Oh, man. I don't have anything very exciting happening to me this week, except for I had to... I now live in a life where slacks and polos and button-up shirts are a thing in my life, and I'm in hell. <laughs> Say goodbye to comfort at work. Well, actually, no. The, I, I take that back. They're actually really comfortable. If you, if you buy the right kind of stuff, it's actually very yeah. comfortable to wear. It's almost like you're wearing PJ pants and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I look like such a tool. Because <laughs> this is why, why they in, invented uh, women's yoga pant slacks. Mm. Why they did it that? Hmm. Let's look into that. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. If this, is the, if this is the first time you've heard the show, we've got a lot for you to enjoy. But first, a word from another podcast you really should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcast, and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. This is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm going to learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Boy, Utah Republicans sure are a a great bunch of folks, aren't they? They're They're so professional. mm -hmm. They're, They're special. John Stainard, a 43-year-old Republican from St. George, abruptly resigned this past week on Tuesday, uh, two days before the Daily Mail. You know, it's amazing that a British newspaper dropped this out there. It's just uh, (laughs) that a sex worker by the name of Bree Taylor was paid $250 for each of her two visits with the conservative lawmaker. (laughs) $250, that's it? Really? Surprisingly affordable. Uh, let's see. The, the chief of staff for the Utah House by the name of Greg Hartley says, We have hotel receipts. I do think we will be asking him to reimburse the two nights at the hotel that were reported that are in question. <laughs> uh, Standard may have used a state phone to set up the trysts, and apparently he oh, used God. his, his mm-hmm. actual, you know, contact your representative, this is my number cell phone to set this up with this prostitute and he used his name. He didn't use a John name or anything like that. He was, <laughs> she said, um, the lady, uh, Brie Taylor said that I was surprised that he was using his real phone number and I thought it was kind of stupid, but I knew he wasn't a psycho. So I met him. I told him <laughs> I had Googled him and we were going to talk. We talked about what he does and he says he comes up to salt Lake a lot and he would like to see me again. She said, uh, he said he never does this sort of stuff in St. George because it's really culturally strict down there. Mm. Gee, what does that mean? Mm. What does that mean? Mm. Highly Mormon. Hey, how about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And the funny thing for me about this is that this is the same guy that in last year, he voted to increase penalties for soliciting sex. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's currently married with three children. 
His excuse for leaving office, my dad has cancer. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, I don't, I, oh, sure. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know if his dad actually does have cancer. So if he's, it sounds like a, it sounds like that college excuse of my grandma died. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. I didn't get that paper done. My grandma died. Anybody that's college age listening to this right now, that is a terribly overused excuse. And your professor knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he can check. Let's see. His attorney, Walter Budgen, says that given the current climate in this country with misconduct allegations and the way things are happening in the media right now, there isn't any explanation that my client could give that would overcome the shadow of these allegations. He must, (laughs) he has resigned his office. And so, yeah, you're not going to overcome the shadow of an allegation, especially when there's paper trail and text messages. Yeah. And I'm not going to share any of the any of the the fun ones with you guys here. You can go look that up yourself, but it's just it's <laughs> amazing that a lawmaker, a very conservative lawmaker, a very strictly yeah. Mormon lawmaker, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm not in St. George doing this kind of thing. St. George for people that don't know is like southern border of Utah, like an hour away from Las Vegas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very fucking close. Uh that he's he's out of out of town. I'm just gonna go fuck around. Let's let's go ahead and do this, and then he gets caught. <laughs> well, and it wouldn't be it, it wouldn't be so bad if he wasn't such a fucking hypocrite about the exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't be so bad if he. It's like finding oh, these lawmakers God. that want to have you know mm-hmm. want to bar abortion for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yet at the same time, you they... come to find out they've did it like with at least four or five other mm-hmm. mistresses. It's like. Yeah, that's some fucked up stuff, guys. Do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you better be paying that fucking money back. People in St. George are going to write him out on a rail if he doesn't pay back the hotel rooms. <laughs> it's unknown whether they got drinks out of the mini bar or not. That is yet to be seen. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the only way he could. No, no, never mind. This guy's hard, hard religious. You know, he... He feels no shame in what he did at all because God has forgiven me. That's not what he said. That's just my speculation here. Isn't that these guys always have that goddamn loophole where everything's oh, yeah. all right because God do, will forgive me. You can do whatever you you can do whatever you want as long as you say the magic words. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? He's been called a political savant and the voice of his generation. Real. Raw. With the subtleness of a sledgehammer. He smashes liberal lies and pounds out the truth one issue at a time. The Josh Bernstein Show starts where the rest of the media ends. And now, here's your unapologetic host, Josh Bernstein. It's been a while since we've heard from Mr. Josh Bernstein about some stuff that's been going on. Uh, what do you guys think that he's going to be talking about this week? I mean, it's just just Gays? random. Uh, couldn't no, even guess. No, he's going to have. He, he has a problem with social media, particularly Facebook. Uh, on this, oh, one. oh, oh is Facebook mean to him? Mean to him? He said some horrible shit to us on Facebook, and we're just like, yeah, he did. Loser. <laughs> and <laughs> Loser. heels. 
<laughs> clack, clack. Uh, man. Okay, I can so- put them on. I can put them on. There's, <laughs> it's so easy. No, he might actually enjoy that too much. You know he Googles himself. Uh, oh, he so gets off on it. He's like, that whore. Maybe she'll show me her ass. Stop it, Like, whore. yeah, I you, will. Such a whore. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we're, he's going to be talking to us about Facebook. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, sorry. Facebook is now asking its users who they are sleeping with at night. If you don't believe me, here's an image right here on screen. This is uh, an image from Facebook, and you can see what it says. Who? Where did you get this image from Facebook from? Because I have not seen Wasn't this before. Wasn't an ad? It it's an image. Like an it, ad. You know how uh, whenever you're filling out your profile on Facebook, it's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm married to this. I've watched this. I've been to the doctor at this time, you know, kind of thing. I'm feeling sick. This one says, I usually sleep with dot, dot, dot. And it's like, I don't ever. No, that's not a standard profile thing. That's a, that's a thing. Somebody. No. Well, there's Facebook's doing a bunch of these like questions now. Like, Mm -hmm. and and it is like, I think they're just, they're innocuous. They are like, they're doing like, yeah. uh, When I'm feeling sad, I, and they do dot, dot, dot. I've seen a bunch of these statuses marketing and and a bunch of people who've had the flu lately are filling out a bunch of them. It is totally marketing. It's totally marketing. Yeah. And our vanity is so easy to play on, you guys. It's hey, terrible. Hey, everybody, if you're using social media for free, you're the product. Just realize that. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, but I'm sure it's like, yeah, at night, I usually sleep with a blanket. Or at night, I usually sleep yeah. with my kitty cat. Or, you know, myself. Or, mm-hmm. you know, my best friend. At romantic. Cute. Mm-hmm. Um. Like yeah, there's that. That's like a thing. That's fine. Yeah. It's not. It was. It was meant to be an. It's open ended question. Well, and that's that's yeah. also funny because you you go back and read something like Moby Dick and men sleeping with men was not that big of a deal. No, just, just a it couple was of cold. generations God ago. Damn it. You know? it didn't have heat. Cold. Yeah. Anyway, so he's of course going to make mountains out of this little molehill. Let's let him mm-hmm. say some more. Who are you sleeping with? I usually sleep with. Dot, dot, dot. That's from Facebook. I usually... Unbelievable. Sleep my Why on earth does Facebook want to know the in, this information? And what is the purpose of gathering this type of information? What is it going to be used for? To market. It's marketing. It's marketing. Directed marketing. Directed marketing. Right. But it's hey. also I, it's also interesting that he read that question and immediately went to I usually, who are you usually who are you having my sex? Hatred of the yeah, it's weird that he yeah. went there because like I usually sleep with my hatred of the patriarchy, which is a funny answer. I usually um, sleep with my husband. But then pillow. I'm gonna get a bunch of like feminist t-shirts and shit, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine because like they already think that I am an overweight black woman, which is funny. Um, I would, I would probably answer it just as a joke. Be like, I sleep with my waifu, you know, you know. It's so they think it's my anime hug pillow that I have, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Which I don't have. I don't, I don't have a fucking hug pillow. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then you'd start getting like adult diaper things, where it's like, hey, we know you're kink. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ugh, the adult baby thing is just weird to me. It's just, uh... you do you, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah, really... yeah. I am not a fan. Yeah. Not a daddy. fan. <laughs> Damn it. No, nope, sorry. No. Nope. Why don't you stop me, Daddy? Stop uh, me, buddy. Daddy. No. <laughs> and is Facebook 
breaking and violating the Fourth Amendment to the United no. States Constitution. No. 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 Illegal no. search no. and seizure has absolutely nothing to do with them asking you a question and you willfully no. answering it. Hmm. No. Yeah. And 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 last I last I checked, uh, Facebook is not a branch of the government. No, <laughs> it's a so, service you're willfully using, and we know he willfully <laughs> uses this because he used his personal profile to grief us on the Utah Outcast page. Like, I could see pictures of your wife and kid, dude. You should probably not be using your personal page for that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's some like social media one oh one stuff there, guy. You know, yeah, he's just, not you, very good at it. No, no. You you set up a buffer. <laughs> That's the reason I deleted a lot of personal accounts on different places out there because I don't want people to be like, Oh, who's the sex guy? Let me look at this. Yeah. <sighs> not hard, man. I think that's a question that needs to be asked. I certainly think oh. that they are. <laughs> the Fourth Amendment ensures hang on, that hang on, hang on, hang on. quote, the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And explain to me how that's happening when they ask you a question. Willfully willfully (laughs) turning over information is not... No, and I don't believe... I don't believe even if they were asking the question that you think they were asking. (laughs) I don't think you have to answer it you don't it's not like answer this question or you cannot use my service anymore yeah because they're not stupid (laughs) and if he thinks he thinks that facebook would put something like this out here and if it was as he says violating fourth amendment rights that facebook's lawyers you know the thousands of lawyers that they have would not be like uh guys you might not want to do that. You might run afoul of the Fourth Amendment. Yeah, no. It... <laughs> That's Look, just not even guys, how... Guys, Facebook is a worldwide thing. They have lawyers worldwide. You know, yeah. even in other countries. They check about what is legal for them to do in certain countries. They check what... Mm-hmm. They know what the fuck's legal to do in America. <sighs> God damn it, this man. This is a clear, clear invasion of our privacy, <laughs> even just to nope. ask. These types no, of questions. No, no, no. The Securities no. and Exchange Commission, I, who oversee social media, they need to launch an immediate investigation into Facebook's breach of privacy violations and hold them accountable. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. That's authoritarianism and fascism. I thought you were just about small government, motherfucker. No, I thought you were like corporations are allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. I thought you like corporations were allowed to like fuck people, literally. You know what like, this is? The corporation, as an idea, is allowed to fuck people because corporations are people. And wait, nope, sorry, the analogy fell apart there. Yeah. Wow, it's almost like corporations aren't people. My point <laughs> is, X. What do you usually sleep with at night? Whatever I want. Oh fuck! You entrapped me. You entrapped me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of bullshit reasoning they come up here. You know what this is? This is exactly what I figured would happen if if Hillary didn't win the office. Mm -hmm. Is that it's these guys grasping at anything to make their stories happen. (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, what does that make us? We're we're talking about this guy. I mean, does that make us more bottom feeder than he is? No, because it's incredibly stupid to think that someone asking you a question that you don't have to answer is a violation of your constitutional rights. <laughs> yeah. The corporation. The corporation voluntarily asking you to give away marketing, directed marketing information. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, I mean, even I, who think that corporations should have more checks and balances in how they handle speech and, and what constitutes a public uh, forum nowadays, this is fine. It's <laughs> fine. Even me, who's like, we should be checking into these, uh, you know, how they censor. and You know, we should be questioning how freedom of speech functions in a corporate <laughs> world. This is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Calm the fuck down, Josh. Just calm yeah. down. <laughs> oh, he just he just has to have something to outrage about. That's what he has to have. That's his entire shtick. No, it's like you guys don't totally have like all the governorship, all the House, the Senate and, you know, the presidency, you know. So, well, he knows that they do so that they can't claim that the government's coming after him anymore. No, so now he has Facebook. to go over something a bunch of liberals use like Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. A number of weeks ago, I'm not sure exactly how many, that's why I said a number. It might have been just the beginning of February. Could have been. It doesn't really matter. The National Geographic came out with a story about uh, new discoveries in the Mesoamerican uh, plains of like uh, Guatemala, I think is where it was. Oh, I have I hadn't heard about this. Uh, they found out a whole bunch of new archaeology by using new technology called LIDAR. Yeah. A lot of people know what LIDAR is. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, um, it's, it's me being good at figuring out lies, right? No, it's a it's yeah, a it it's a technology where <laughs> it, it, according to this article here, and this is a Mormon article, so expect no humor at all. Oh, so, OK, uh, is a technology where expensive equipment is flown in a slow grid pattern over a target area. Billions of pulse laser beams penetrate the forest canopy and bounce off structures below to create a massive data cloud. Graphics processing yeah. with supercomputers then yields highly accurate 3D maps of the scanned surface. Okay. The digital imaging technique is revolutionizing Mesoamerican archaeology because, you know, it's covered in fucking dense-ass jungle. Jungle, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where r important ruins lie concealed just beneath the jungle or forest. And yeah. just like when this article came out, I was like, that's really interesting. I can't wait for the Mormons to glom onto this. And they, oh, and they did. <laughs> because people that don't know, Mormons tend to think that 
it, the Native Americans in both North America and, according to the South America, are, now. yeah, they were, mm. there were two different tribes back then. There was the Nephites and the Lamanites. Oh, there was a bunch of them. So many tribes for no, a long, not, long not, time. Not, not for the Mormons, not, though. Not. not for the Mormons. No, no. It was you're either whitesome and delightsome Nephites or you're evil, bad Lamanites, which were the darker skinned people because, you know, you hardened your heart against God. So, <laughs> so anybody that looked like an indigenous person in this country was inherently evil, you know, because they did something wrong in the past. Mm-hmm. That's your racist history of the Mormon church, folks. I know we're going to get some comments and some people saying, well, you know, they've they allow black people in, yeah, yeah, like in the eighties, nineteen seventy-two, yeah, nineteen seventy-two. Even though it's it's history, That's even though Joseph allowed you know Mormon prophets and stuff to happen back when he was still running the church, but you know Brigham Young came into it and he's like, nope, no darkies. God damn it! And so anyway, the Mormons, like I thought they would do, they've been uh, turning this into their own way of thinking, like, oh well, now we know that the civilizations were a lot bigger. Because apparently they found that the rendering from the LiDAR thing that they did found a sprawling, like, absolutely, like, uh, megalopolis, like, levels oh, yeah. of, like, structures and shit that they found. But they like, already suspected that. I mean, they they knew of some, but, like, it, yeah, we're talking was... about places they've explored where they re- they didn't realize that, like, less than a quarter mile from where they were looking, there were, like, 200 new structures that they had never seen before kind of stuff. Yeah, and so, yeah. Well, oh, of course they're finding new structures and stuff, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the... The the massiveness of the civilizations in the Americas has already been theorized, and, and and there's a ton of evidence beyond just finding the ruins. And finding the ruins is going to allow a lot more uh, understanding of the culture, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. going to allow more understanding of the peoples and oh and, yeah, and, and all. That. I mean, it's very important things. It's wonderful research that they're doing. But the thing is that they was- knew they would find these. They yeah, knew there, they there would was, find massive yeah. cities. They knew oh, they and did. There was there. there was already there was already a lot of other other evidence to suggest that. And folks, so, uh, the Mayans didn't magically disappear. That's one thing no. that as a no, no, people, no, no, they actually got um, absorbed into other civilizations. Mostly. Yes, absorbed into other civilizations. Yeah, they they're, they're still there. there. Was collapse and yeah. A lot of them are still there. (laughs) Mayan language never died. Officially, like it's still spoken by some people. Well, I'm not going to dead language in that it's not the common language used, but people speak Mayan. Like it's still a thing. (laughs) Mezzo Mesoamerican food, Mexican food, is largely based off Mayan cuisine. Uh, The spices that they use is still derivative. It's almost as if they took like southern or or southern southern northern america so it's it's in you know mexico where the mayans were uh is very similar to navajo food in fact but Hmm. with more spices that occur in the jungles it's almost bizarre how that could happen it's almost as if they had a massive trade route where they had intermixing cultures yeah you know us us finding obsidian from south america up here in north america with inuits and stuff Hmm. It's not like they didn't have these massive fucking trade routes back then. Massive trade routes, roads. They had actual <laughs> roads. Yeah. So the lidar images revealed about sixty thousand previously unknown structures, leading experts to new population estimates as many as fifteen to twenty million for the lowland Maya during the Classic period. This uh-huh. means that the Mayan civilization was much more dense, complex, and advanced than previously thought. No, they knew that this kind of thing was coming. They just didn't realize yeah. it would be this they, much. That's the thing is that they, right. Yeah. What I it, mean, what it is, did 
wonderful. Yeah. This is wonderful to know, but they they already had suspected. Like I said, mm-hmm. we like we said they already suspected these were yeah. massive civilizations yeah. of yeah. interlinking c- cities, uh, m- not unlike Rome. Yeah. Right. No, this and was said, this was supporting data for for existing existing and what's hypothesis. So fascinating about these cultures is that they were insulary to the north and south continents, right? It's not yeah. like where there were Asian cities that were trading with the Romans for centuries. It's not where uh, people from all over the world went to the Middle East to study philosophy and, and emerging science. It's not how uh, there were the people trading, like the Vikings weren't trading with North Africans for centuries. The, the, and those are fascinating themselves. You know, European culture and African and Asian cultures trading mm-hmm. the way they did for centuries is fascinating. Mm-hmm. But what's amazing about the Americas is that they develop these things themselves, mm-hmm. and there is some striking similarities to the way societies organize, even without interacting with the Europeans. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, and they're well, and they're also unique. They're different, and they're similar. It's fascinating stuff. And the the they try to tie it in together with scripture because that's what Mormons love to do. However, uh, and they're they're showing it. they're showing pictures of you know people being at war with each other from their you know their wild tales mm-hmm. because before <laughs> before the LDS church became the thing as it is now and they've done all this research you know quote unquote research into this whole thing that they're believing they thought this was north america where all this shit was happening because it was a uniquely american religion and they didn't really have any thought about what south america was when joseph smith was a young lad writing up this book you know he didn't know about this kind of shit and so it's the whole god of the gaps thing happening where Huh, there's no evidence evidence of this happening in North America. Mm, let's move it to South America because Although it's more, it's more mysterious, amazing, you know. Amazing. Well, it's more mysterious in South America because there's more jungle there. Yeah. The thing yeah. is that there are we we have a lot of history on the natives in North America. I mean, we actually have a lot more research to do there because it turns out a bunch of pe- things people thought were hills were were actually structures. I'm not talking about the conspiracy theory ones. There there are a few yeah, mounds. There are, there are a few. Yeah mounds that turned out to be intensely old structures pretty cool um but we also know that they had complex societies and roads and trading (laughs) networks and and then there's like the ancient peoples out here in the west with their amazing stone structures guess what they uh (sighs) guess what they didn't have that the book of mormon says they had Hmm. horses um (laughs) steel yeah they or did iron. not have steel. They did not. Or iron, I should say. Maybe it's iron. I'm not iron. sure which one it is, but mm-hmm. they well, didn't you need exactly... to have iron to have steel, so. Well, yeah. yeah, they didn't exactly have forges and iron working that these people claimed that they had. Mm-hmm. Th- that no. there would have been there they were there was stuff about coinage in the Book of Mormon. Like they, coins. Yeah, there was different money. No, no uh, there coins. was gold. I mean, they knew how to make well, yeah. gold. I know, they... but not like the, not the way the yeah, they didn't the use gold. <laughs> they didn't use gold yeah. as a coin. They just didn't. <laughs> just, it, 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 just okay. They developed other currency systems. They did have currencies. Yeah. Um. And then some people like they're like they used beads, and it's like that's not better than coins. Like it's just yeah. They use beads. like uh, some cultures. I don't know about these South American. I'm I I have no idea what currencies they used. But currency is a pretty common thing throughout most humanity. Mm-hmm. Currency is an easy thing to get to. Like but monkeys figure out currency. For for the most part, it's usually 
trade of one good for another kind of thing. It's not exactly like fiat currency where it actually has no inherent value to it, you know? I don't know if that's true. I'm going to to, um, say that I think that uh, there were some pretty intense uh, economic systems in yeah. the America cultures. I, I'm pretty it was, sure. Yeah, there, there were there were mixtures of things that, that were going on. But yeah. However, we can agree that, that nobody's found foundries. Nobody's found chariot mm-hmm. wheels. Nobody's found any of the they shit. Never, the, no. Well, no. Yeah. They. Uh, what was it? I was looking into it. Uh, the reason that. A lot of Native American cultures never developed wheels for packing things is because they didn't have pack animals. There was no good animals yeah. for packing here. Yeah, tapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mormon horse. Yeah, it's right? yeah, really hard to control. It's, it's a horse. <laughs> and this horse. article says, We know now that the Maya had a well-developed infrastructure that provided public works such as dams, ditches, irrigation systems, reservoirs, and stone yeah, quarries. Yeah. Yeah, the Book no, of Mormon... Geez. The book, the book of Mormon similarly describes the construction of highways and road systems in three Nephi. The book of Mormon mentions other public works such as dikes, which is not what we're not talking same about as a here. Dam. No, no irrigation systems and stone masonry. Yeah, because everybody knew about the goddamn Stone Age. Everybody knew yeah. about this. But this is the the other fucking kicker here is that the LDS religion hovers around this idea that this happened like. 600 years before jesus came to america according to them it wasn't like a it wasn't like 600 600 bc we were already like well into bronze age kind of shit you know yeah like, but it but it, the the americas were not at that level we weren't like they weren't founding they didn't have a foundry full of shit that's the reason that oh, it was, we have i mean they had they had they had small some amounts metal of metallurgy but yeah but i mean it was they were it wasn't making building buildings out of fucking iron. It wasn't, you know. No, no, it wasn't. They there could is do... a lot of anachronism with the yeah. with the Book of Mormon uh, compared to what we had within the Americas. It's just yeah. it just not fucking there. Go read the CES letter if you need to mm-hmm. find more stuff about this. But I just find it interesting that they wasted no time, absolutely zero fucking time, glomming onto this. I am Moroni. I am a Native American. A Native American. But your skin is white! Yes, long ago all Native Americans were white. We all came to America from Jerusalem. And while we were here, we were visited by Christ. Jesus lived here in America? Yes, eventually my people were all killed by the other tribe of Israel. And as punishment, God turned their skin red. These are the Native Americans you know today. The Olympics are currently going on in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And I sadly haven't watched any of them. I've kind of been meaning to, just haven't had a chance to. But Fox News occasionally tries to play down its racism and homophobia. But this week, Fox News executive editor and executive vice president, John Moody, took the uh, the racist and homophobic gloves off. In a now since since deleted post that happened there. Um, <laughs> God damn it, it's amazing. Even as the U.S. Olympic team remains still overwhelmingly white and straight, Moody had attacked the team and said this year's group of darker, gayer, different athletes will let the country down. Whoa. Fox News for you, people. Fox News. Darker, gayer? Yeah, darker, gayer, different athletes. And so he, he sure. explains different. here in his post, he said that 
Unless it's changed overnight, the motto of the Olympics since 1894 has been faster, stronger, higher, he wrote. It appears that the U.S. Olympic Committee would like to change that to darker, gayer, different. If your goal is to win medals, that won't work. Mm, so if what? you are, there's no other way to take this. There's absolutely no other way no. to take this than it being an attack on LGBT people and people of color. So Fox Different. News is just, just straight up shitting on minorities. It and sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> God. And this was an op-ed that was written in response to a Washington Post piece that celebrated a more diverse U.S. Olympic team than ever before. So the U.S. Uh, Olympic yeah. Committee uh, is pleased that the entire team includes more African-Americans and Asian-Americans and even the first two openly gay men than recent is, winter squads. Oh, 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 oh. They're oh, so I'm mad. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm tracking. He yeah. thinks that if they include people of color then uh, and gay people, that inherently means that they're only including them because they're people of color oh, and they're gay like they're, yeah like they're, they're qualified he's athletes assuming gotcha. he's assuming that they can't be qualified which is stupid yeah we're not we're not we're talking about athletes that have qualified on the world fucking stage for multiple years now in yeah, order to be they're running incredibly for this qualified thing candidate. they're they're incredibly yeah. qualified athletes like what do you think they, they lowered their standards they oh my god it's so stupid the it's like isn't the olympics the very fucking definition of a meritocracy isn't that exactly what the what that's supposed to be is that they it is exactly that yeah you know, what does they think that the olympics are like um we're gonna pass up this better white athlete for this better gay athlete like <laughs> you this guy honestly sounds works. like he it's honestly thinks that if uh if we had a guy, a white dude that was good at running like the the fifty yard, oh not fifty yard dash, whatever the fuck it is that that Usain Bolt runs insane fucking speeds at, you know. Uh, yeah. If if we had a white guy that was somehow like pulling better than Jesse Owens levels of shit, like in the like the nineteen thirties Olympics kind of thing, if we had some American great white hype that was going on here that 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 he was pulling all these amazing fucking numbers, that we'd somehow say, nah, bro. We're going to take the black guy, you know, or we're going to take yeah, the homosexual not, guy. That's, that's not, not how this shit works, man. <laughs> no, it's just that more people are having access to better trainers. And uh, therefore, these athletes are getting access to tryouts and, and to compete. That's or, it's not. It, or, hey, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. How about yeah. this? Maybe they feel like they have something to prove. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lay it on them like that. But if I was mm -hmm. a, if I was an athlete and I was gay and all my entire life, I was called a sissy or, you know, I'd never amount to anything yeah. and you're just the, the slur that I don't want to use kind of thing. It's just like, how great would it feel to win a fucking Olympic gold medal, stand on the podium on the world stage and be like, yeah, bitches can't take this mm -hmm. away from me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it should, it should be, I mean, it doesn't really need to be pointed out, but. These are not the first gay athletes in the Olympics. There is, it's been, but openly gay. Openly it's, gay. I don't even understand. Openly gay it's, it's, before the before the game. Yes. It's just ridiculous to think mm -hmm. that gay has anything to do with athletic prowess. That's, not at all. And I'm sorry, but there's been a stereotype of uh, persons of color being incredibly athletically inclined. I mean, we look at <laughs> they have that extra bone. 
or extra muscle. Uh, yeah, they get extra muscle or whatever. Oh, no, the, the, oh. the fast twitch muscle fiber, like they mm-hmm. like to claim that what it is. And it's like, it's so crazy. Not, not a thing, guys. <laughs> not a thing. Not a thing. Um, but I, to me, it's ridiculous that we haven't had more black athletes with the way that they're treated athletically, uh, stereotypically and, and encouraged athletically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, but the fact is that when it comes to elitism, no, they haven't had access to the elite sort of training methods that have been available to people. And, and obviously we're seeing a shift where more and more people are able to qualify for more and more different athletic abilities rather than just basketball and football, not disparaging basketball and football. Although we, there is, you know, football has some issues. Um, but it's not to say that they're not incredible athletes that, that, so many people have had is that there's more options available that to them in sports now that's mm-hmm. great that's a good thing but yeah. he's like he's like because there's brown people it's somehow lessened it's oh it's so stupid i can't handle it darker gayer different God, different fuck, and that's, that's a okay. weird so word it, it, it is it's okay but i could i could i could get behind i could get behind that I, that's not a terrible thing. And you know what? If it wasn't coming out of a, a space of you oh, know yeah. him him being just a fucking evil person about this, I could support that. That is a slogan people would use on their t-shirt kind of thing. It'd be like, <laughs> I'm darker, I'm gayer, and I'm different. You know, like it would be a sure. great slogan if it wasn't him lambasting the Olympic right. Committee for, you know, having inclusions of people instead of trying to exclude other people. It's like, God mm-hmm. damn it, man. <laughs> I'm I'm glad the post has been since deleted, but it's just amazing that nothing happens when Fox says something like that. You know? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nope. There's just people at home like, yeah, go Fox News. I believe you. I love this story. I'm like, come back, Pride Parade. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get in touch with the outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube. Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker, well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. We used all our power in three days. Giant asteroid Mankind is being tested as to how it will spend the remaining time. I've lived long enough. I even became president of this great land. I have no regrets. The rest of you losers can go do whatever the hell you want. There's no more price to pay. All right, it is week 55 of the Trump Roundup. Yay, we're still doing this. Okay. Well, we already know about the infamous memo that got declassified. However, he's decided not to release the Democrat memo, claiming that there's too much information in it. You know, that just means it's too long. That, I didn't want to read yeah. it. <laughs> he didn't read it. There's no way he read it. Which is kind of funny because we have news this week of Donald Trump declining to participate in the presidential daily brief. Mm-hmm. Now, didn't. Didn't the uh, the Democratic memo? Didn't that one? Didn't the didn't the FBI and the Department of Justice look at that and give it the okay? 
Yes, both departments did give the okay, okay and both the Republicans and the Democrats mm-hmm. voted for its release. It was yeah. up to the White House to declassify it. So, so Adam Schiff did a really good job of making the president look like a partisan hack here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is funny so this because... Was, this was okayed by everybody. Okay. Which is funny because he could uh, he could just simply read it out on the floor now that it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's been okayed by everybody else and not get in trouble for it, just like how they did with the Pentagon Papers, you know? <laughs> Nice. They can just stand there and they can just rattle it off the whole way through. So Donald Trump has declined to participate in the presidential daily brief, uh, which is breaking from his previous seven predecessors and potentially hampering his ability to respond to crises, said the Washington Post. Uh, that reading, he, The source told the Post that reading the top secret document offered to the president every morning is not Trump's preferred, quote, style of learning, unquote. Yeah, reading so, yeah, shortly after he took notice, uh, sorry, took office, intelligence analysts crafted a method to brief Trump to, when we've talked about this, where it's like bullet points and mm-hmm. infographics and stuff like that. Um, he prefers photos and graphics to large swaths of text. Uh, he's like, I like bullets and I like as little as possible. I don't you need need, you know, like 200 page reports on something that could be handled on a page. Nobody's writing 200 pages unless it's actually no. necessary in a presidential brief, dude. <laughs> uh, eventually, Trump made clear that he was not interested in reviewing a personal copy of the written intelligence report. You know, he could have had it delivered like Obama did on his iPad. It was placed mm-hmm. on there. It's a PDF. You can just do that. Yeah. Uh, Leon Panetta, the former CIA director, uh, told the Post that Trump's reliance on oral briefings means that he's missing critical nuance that's easier to grasp within written intelligence details because he opts for a fucking oral briefing. Uh, If for some reason his instincts on what should be done are not backed up by the intelligence because he hasn't taken time to read that intel, it increases the risk that he will make a mistake, said Leon Panetta. He said, you can have the smartest people around you, and in the end, it comes down to his decision, he said. And despite AIDS' assurances that Trump receives a daily briefing nearly every morning, the president's public Trump uh, schedule indicates that he receives an in-person intelligence briefing every two to three days on average. Not daily, two to three days. Well, yeah, they can't do it every day. Meanwhile, because he's watching TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as we've seen from his hair flip that we saw where he got on the fucking plane and he's bald. He's so fucking bald. It's not even funny. So bald. (laughs) That's why it takes six hours for him to have get up in the morning and take his long, greasy shit that he does and starts tweeting hate shit Mm -hmm. until he actually shows up to work at like 11, like five hours of him making his hair fucking presentable. God, I hate this man. Um, So it says here that Trump sometimes complains that briefers are quote, talking down to him, one source told the Post. He often, he also often goes off on tangents during the briefing, and you have to rein him back in. He is a child. This is what I would do. This is why I'm not going to run for president. (laughs) Mm -hmm. God, it just irritates the shit out of me. Uh, Let's see, what else did he talk about? Let's get back to the memo. He uh, claimed that the, the Nunez memo totally vindicated him. It she sure did. We, yeah. We no. It was nonsense. He's trying to say that the intelligence community is feuding with him because the the Russia probe favors Democrats. Maybe because they're the ones not breaking the fucking law with com- campaign finances. Yeah, that being true does not yeah. make <laughs> anything different. Like Or maybe the fact that the, yeah, the, it does politically, but the, the, the Democrats the reaction, but, is though. Yeah, I mean, 
one thing does not necessarily relate to the other. It's not a mm-hmm. direct correlation on this. Two one, sir. suspects of a crime. The one being charged favors the other. The, the there being evidence for one favors the other for sure. <laughs> doesn't mean the first one isn't guilty. Like that's not how this works. Oh, he suggested Democrats who don't applaud during the State of the Union address may have committed treason. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, he did. Cool. He did. Cool. And they like, come out and like, said, like Paul Ryan. Yeah, during you know Obama's during things. All yeah. of Obama's. Yeah. 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 How about his wife? His wife didn't stand up and applaud. Is she committing no. treason? She's pissed. Hmm. I would be too. Shit. <laughs> she did not want this life. She didn't want to be the first lady. She didn't want any no. of this. God, no. who could blame her? She just wanted to be the trophy wife, the paid for wife. She likes the the privilege of what she has as money wise, but she doesn't want anything. I'm sure there's fucking divorce papers already written up and ready to go as soon as things she's are done. She's pissed. The Stormy Daniels thing is apparently like since then she's been. <laughs> I can't wait for the books. I can't wait for the books to come out. Uh, let's see. Uh, he dealt with some embarrassing split screens when he gave a speech about the booming American economy oh, as the Dow yes. experienced its biggest single day drop ever. And it's continued to tumble in the last oh, couple of days as we've done not, this too. That's not an indicator of the economy. No, like, not no, the economy. No, not. However, not, he's the he guy loves, that always. He loves to talk about how about it. He always yeah, loves he to does. talk about the Dow and the stock market and how great it's doing. It's doing amazing. It's wonderful. It's great. It keeps going up, 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 up. Yeah, let's see. It's been going up for like seven years now and six of those underneath Obama. And so this seventh year, you know, that it's going to start turning because it has to have a correction. Mm-hmm. That's how fucking markets work. Mm-hmm. And he gave Adam Schiff a new nickname, which I don't agree with. He calls him Little Adam Schiff, which, you know. Who wrote a secret counter memo? Oh <laughs> my God! Trump ter- is all- his nicknames are terrible. No, Dick. They're all Dick. It's all about Dick size. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he welcomed a shutdown that happened. That was going to happen, and did happen mm, for about five hours. Yeah. But that was all. <laughs> that was all Rand Paul's fucking game. The guy that voted for this one point five trillion dollar windfall tax rebate shit that was going on here. Has a problem all of a sudden with deficit spending. Yeah, really? Really? Yeah, you're the All of a sudden? All of a sudden. Yeah, fuck you and your fucking hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had his his good buddy Rob Porter, his secretary that was responsible for putting papers on his desk, Mm -hmm. who wasn't able to get a security clearance because he beat two of his wives, his Mm ex-wives. You know, and uh, he the reason he got in is because, you know, Orrin Hatch gave him a glowing letter. Oh, you wonder why? Because he's Mormon. Because he's, <laughs> he's Mormon. Mm. Wow. Oh, and if you look into those stories, the Mormons, uh, the Mormon bishops that counseled both these women told uh-huh. them not to get divorced and yeah, were concerned to stick with it about the. Yeah. And we're concerned about his uh, career mm-hmm. if they reported this. Yeah, it would this hurt poor his man. This poor man. Now, here's the here's the thing that I wanted to bring up with the whole Rob Porter thing, and it's the what President Trump said about oh, him. God damn it. Yes. Post him getting kicked out of there. And it was a, it was firing. It was resigning. He quit. He was fired. We let him go. It changed stories at least four times. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see Kelly out of the office here pretty soon, I, I hope. But anyway, he said here that we wished him well. He worked very hard. It's obviously a very tough time for him. He did a good job when he was in the White House, and we hope he has a wonderful career. So, we, him, he, <laughs> him, he, <laughs> he, he, him. It's like, it's all 
about the guy. It's all mm-hmm. about the guy. Uh, he went Everyone on to remind. Feels Porter. so sorry, but for my ex-husband too. So. He went on to remind reporters that Porter is denying all allegations made against him. Oh, you of know, course he is. Of course he really? is. He of says he's he innocent. Is. You have to remember that he said very strongly yesterday that he's innocent. Said everybody accused of a crime ever. Mm-hmm. Look, there's a picture of his ex-wife with the fucking black eye. You know, from 2005. Yeah, yeah. Verified. They verified this picture from 2005 when she reported the abuse, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, you know what? Here's the thing: is that people who are lying about these things, their stories tend to change. Their stories change a lot. The funny thing about uh, us abuse survivors is that our stories stay weirdly." static like yeah we we can tell you what the abuse was we can tell you how it happened we can tell you when it happened why what we did we can tell you we can (laughs) there are days i can tell you what i was fucking wearing and it's not one ex-wife it's two of them (laughs) Uh, anyway let's see he wanted to he talked to the pentagon specifically because he wanted a fucking military parade (laughs) he wanted giant fucking machines of war rolling down the streets of D.C. Apparently he's wanted this since his inauguration and has been told no consistently Mm -hmm. and then he saw it in France on Bastille Day and he's like bringing it back up. Yeah, You know, if they actually if he understood Bastille Day like at all (laughs) which he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Can't expect him to fucking know what world history is. This guy. I swear. (laughs) And it's funny because everybody's like yeah, DC roads are not meant for that kind of hardware to roll through. That would be yeah. They, the last year they did it was eighty nine, and apparently it fucked up the roads. But yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> They're not meant to be driven. The intense military hardware is not meant to be driven on the roads like that. I personally think it'd be a way of him saying, "Hey, look, let's 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 uh, what is the word I'm looking for here? Let's normalize." giant military hardware rolling through the cities because that's our future. You know, it's that's exactly what he wants because he's not thinking that far ahead. He's thinking about his dick. Yeah. I yeah. just I just keep thinking about it is that And that dictators, that's a dictator thing. We if they're give not one. thinking that like yes, he yes, the the effect would be normalizing militarization across the board, uh patriotism at the end of a barrel of a gun. Those kinds of things would be the result, but dictators aren't thinking. Buffoons are dictators all the time. Yeah, not that not all dictators are buffoons, but there are plenty of buffoons that are dictators. Exactly. And this buffoon wants he for him it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter what the long term results are. He wants to everyone to acknowledge how big his dick is. <laughs> and or, really, or all he would all he would really have to do is just. Whip it out. No, thanks. No. I mean, no, I don't. I want to see it. I do. I want to see this dick. I want to see this 70 year old, sloppy, white haired, (laughs) ball hanging, wrinkly dick. Tiny little thing. You know, he's got one nut that hangs lower than the other. He's going to have that. It's going to be extremely exaggerated. Show me the dick. Show me this dick. I want to see this dick. It's got me rethinking wearing briefs. I'm like, man, if he wears those, I don't want to be the guy that wears briefs. Fuck. <laughs> X, honey, don't wear briefs. No, no, no. no. Just don't. 
They're we'll terrible talk. for you. I like They're that. They're terrible for you. And boxer briefs are far more attractive. And from what I understand, far I, more comfortable. I no, I don't like I don't like fabric on my legs. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Time for tubby bye bye. Time for tubby bye bye. Time for tubby bye bye. All right, folks. Well, that does it for this episode. We'll be back in about 48 hours for the next action packed episode. Uh, that'll be out on Wednesday. You know, we release the second one then. So if you haven't already, subscribe so you don't miss out on anything that we release. However, before we finish this guy up, I have to. Uh, let it be known that this show continues to be subsidized and completely owned by all of our patrons out there. I mean, we kind of own it, but I mean, they, they pay for us to keep the lights on, and they're really fucking awesome people to begin with. So before we put the final nail in this coffin, I have to give a ton of love to the people who do keep the lights on around here and who make me feel like a better person because they enjoy the, this, this sh silly show that we do every week. So in no short order, we have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Jeff Prilliman, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Larry Wilson, The Atheist Ranger, George Green, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnson, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and The Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrews, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward. Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, and Finno3000. All of your people's support is doing wonders for the show. Um, getting some new equipment, it's really fucking awesome. I appreciate that. And uh, we're probably going to have another uh, get-together here pretty soon, the, the outcasts and et al. And uh, we're going to bring some microphones this time, and we'll make that specifically just for the patrons out there, because even though we got together and we could have talked about anything last time we had dinner together, we talked stuff that we would eventually bring up on the show the next day anyway. Can't help ourselves. So anyway, thank you so much for that. If you don't have the means to share money with the show, that's fine. Just please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Give us a five-star review on whatever service you catch us on. It honestly does wonders for people finding us. And that's the way we want things to be. We want people to find us. But we want it to be organic. We don't want to be one of those assholes that pays for people to listen to their shit. So anyway, thank you everybody for listening, and with that, it's time to bring episode number 169 to a close, and remember everyone, you're welcome.
understand. Elon Musk is also insane. And oh, fuck! We I... forgot to talk about Starman. Is he more insane? <laughs> I love how somebody brought. I didn't think about it until they brought it up today when I shared that with you guys. Lure. It's like, did Elon Musk just pull off the perfect murder? Like, did he? <laughs> he has a way of jettisoning, jettisoning evidence off the planet. <laughs> it's just fucking, it's gone now. Put like. it on the rocket and poof, there it goes. Like how, like, the Maritime laws now, bitches. Like <laughs> God damn it, that's one of the most amazing things to happen in my life this so far. <laughs> that we have a guy that launched a rocket up with a car in it. Car! <laughs> a car on the way to Mars now. Just a car. Oh, and I've what seen some people. Weirdest, we're the weirdest apes. I've seen people that I are just like, why did he do this? Things. Why is everybody giving him such props for it? Why is he, what's, what's the big deal? Why does everybody why care? Why Warhol include a dick on the, the satellite we spent, sent into deep space? Why? Because that is what <laughs> we are. All right? Because there is no better representation of humanity than a goddamn dick that we send into deep space and a car we send to Mars. 